welcome. I'm Sarah Pollock. And I'm Quinn Faison. And we're parent coaches at Plan P, where we believe in the power of practice. As parents, we have been there through the teen years. And sometimes being there was a rough road. We learned the P was for many things and always for practice, patience, and pause. From burping a baby to parenting emerging adult children, there is no right or wrong way. We're humans. We learn by doing. The work that we do now as coaches has the full support and approval of our amazing children and our greatest teachers, Allie and Harrison. So if you're a parent, you've come to the right place. We're gonna give you tools to practice clear communication with your children, which will improve your relationships. We're excited to have you join us on this parenting path that passes through the adolescent years where learning is in the pause and perfection is found in practicing. So let's get moving. Welcome to the Plan P podcast. Glad you're here. We're so glad that people seem to be getting something out of our podcasts. And we're honored that you are listening to our weekly chats. Ponderings. Ponderings. Because <laughs> oh, you know, she's got to stick peas. I, I, I got the pea thing going on. But also, we really are pleased. We're very <laughs> pleased that you have come to join us today. And we are hoping that you share this episode with others who maybe could learn a thing or two about parenting adolescence. And last week, we talked about positive discipline, which is a training and and teaching opportunity for parents of all ages. And we are positive discipline educators, so we can participate in that. And it occurred to me that the word positive was what drew us to positive discipline, because don't we want to be positive? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I think that that is why we got pulled to positive discipline because it seemed like, yes, we wanted to do it positively. And we also knew we lacked a little bit of the discipline part. So <laughs> both, both words were good for us. But, but being positive is a really powerful tool that isn't really addressed in positive discipline the way that we're about to talk about it. Okay. It's, this is my Pollyanna I was told to read Pollyanna as an adult, and I found it quite eye-opening. It was really interesting to see that Pollyanna, who is much derided now... Much maligned Pollyanna. In fact, I have been accused... By certain people who shall remain nameless, and it's not you at all, um, just for the listening audience, it is not Quinn who has accused me of being such a Pollyanna. Yeah, I would never say that because I think Pollyanna is incredibly powerful. And all that Pollyanna does is change the stories that she tells herself about other people's behavior into positive ones. She and looks for the positive in what people are doing and how people are reacting. And you know what it does? It changes her. It changes her relationships Yes, to them. It changes her relationships to everyone and it changes everyone around her. So I'm not sure that out of the fictional world we get quite that much lift out of it, but it does enhance our relationships to assume good intentions. Absolutely. I am going to strive to become a Pollyanna Mm -hmm. moving forward. I still work at that sometimes when people behave in fashions, which I think are less than perfect. (laughs) When they do things that annoy me or irritate me, or I think are dismissive of me, Mm. perhaps like in Pollyanna, where she, you know, got sent up to the hot, musty, unfinished attic. (laughs) 
a small room in the attic. Right. And when people seem to be sending me figuratively mm-hmm. to the basement, the dark, dank basement, mm-hmm. when my the story I tell myself is that these people are treating me as less than, mm. I can remember they don't really know me. Right. I'm giving them power to make me feel a certain way. When, oh, in the heat of the summer, the basement is cool. Right. Exactly. When If they are treating me in a way that makes me feel, I have given them the power to control my feelings. Right. And maybe it's not as bad as I think. Yeah. And oftentimes when people, well, I feel I, like a failure, so I just see them as making me feel further that way. Right. I mean, failure just being the one that grabbed that mind pops in the moment. to mind so easily for both of us. <laughs> yeah. And it's really about assuming good intentions. Uh-huh. It's not about being chipper and in denial, basically, by just pretending everything is fine. I think the reason that Pollyanna is much maligned is because people think it's just about being in denial and putting a good front on something. Right. She lived her life fully, and they think she was just pretending. Right. That everything was peachy when it clearly was not. We have expertise. Oh, I'll speak for myself. I have expertise in pretending like everything's great when it's clearly not. And I remember walking down a very lovely street near the college that I went to. Big lawns, big houses. And a friend of mine saying, yeah, but you know what's going on behind those pretty walls? It's not all pretty. Mm. Well, that reminds me always of the Tolstoy quote about happy families being exactly the same and unhappy families all being unique. I don't know that I've ever heard that yeah, Tolstoy quote. Yeah, I think quote. it's out of Anna Karenina, but I'm mm. not sure. But it's it's basically, yeah, that there there is unhappiness in those beautiful houses. Right. In those seemingly perfect lives. Right. The facades. Right. And there are plenty of those yeah. for our children to view these days in terms of well, and the, social and media. I was going to say that's the problem with social media, right? It all looks perfect. Until you it's something the, devastating happens to one of the people who had the perfect life. Well, I was going to say, it's like Pee Wee Herman. He used to have video phone calls and he'd pull down screens that would show him skiing the Alps or something and he'd put on a ski hat. Oh. And, and But it's about showing a false reality. Right, right. So positivity is not lying. Positivity is not lying to ourselves or others. Right, positive, yes. It is training our brain to look for what's good in the situation rather than what's bad because we see what we look for. Yes, right. If we look for meaning in something, there will be meaning where we are looking. Right. If we aren't looking at all, we won't see anything. And if we're looking with a positive outlook, I mean, it's that notion that we have a degree of control over, wait for it, our own thinking. Yes. <laughs> we don't think we do because, and, and this happens a lot with parents, I am told in no uncertain terms by people who keep showing up and coming back and talking to me more <laughs> <laughs> that I don't understand. And I'm so understanding of that. Like, you know, someone saying, well, he blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, but you know, you know, you you don't get it. And it's like that person had a different thought process they had a different perspective perhaps right right. and understanding takes time Mm. and we talk about this a lot listening well and then asking questions right not jumping on the negativity right and there's an assumption in there too right not Mm. assuming that you understand but but asking questions and recognizing the stories 
that you're making up to fill in the gaps in your actual knowledge. Yeah, right. Not putting a positive or a negative spin on it, but yeah. getting, gathering, doing more information and asking more open-ended questions. Yeah. Well, it's sort of understanding that our brains do fill in the the gaps in our mm-hmm. actual knowledge. Right. And so we can paint that in with, you know, bright, nice colors, or we can use dark, heavy colors. Oh, right. Right. It's the picture we paint. It's the picture we paint. And, and we have a certain amount of control over the picture we paint. And asking questions makes those parts of it smaller, the, the parts that we're filling in ourselves. So if we can ask the questions and get more information, then there's less painting that we're doing. Right. And that builds connection, positive yes. connection. When we come from a positive place. And that doesn't mean you've done everything great, even though you know you were just sent home from school. Right. It just means help me understand what what happened there. Yeah. And you understand. And assuming good intentions, right? right? So assuming that they didn't hit their friend, you know, for no reason. Like there, maybe there was something that came before that. Right. Well, in social media world, assuming that there is a reason that they slandered or bullied or like. Right. And, and this gets back to the, the ITC principle of, you know, behaviors make sense. Right. Like, yeah, people's behaviors do make sense. And often it is not maliciousness. It is misguidedness. Well, and also it's often defensive. Yes. They are feeling put upon. So they put upon someone else. But if we are just coming down on them negatively for their behavior that was not acceptable, mm-hmm. there's no opportunities there to hear what's going on with them. Right. It shuts down the conversation rather than opening it up. So keeping it positive means... Yeah, it means in part training our brains to look for the silver lining, to mm. see the glasses half full. Right, right, right. Just trying to, to change that attitude that many of us walk through life with from a negative one to a positive one. Right. Not lying that it's full. Not lying that it's empty. Poor me, poor me, poor me. Right. Poor you, poor you, poor you. We have no water. Right. But seeing it as half full. Right. Like, this is what I do have. This is the reality of the situation. And this is what I do have. Right. Not what I don't have. Right. Which is the thinking that makes it so. Right. What's that Shakespeare quote, since you're good at quotes? (laughs) From Twelfth Night. There is neither good nor bad, but thinking makes it so. Yes. So the the other thing, and this is a abrupt segue. Okay. <laughs> so one of the other ways in which we use the word positive is in terms of positive communication, which comes out of the craft model. And craft is a modality of families to help with. Well, craft is yeah, community reinforcement and family training. So it is sort of like positive discipline in the craft is actual a, a training, training program. And the difference between positive discipline and craft is craft is really designed to help families with loved ones, be their children or spouses or parents who are struggling with substance use disorder. Right. So I think that Craft has, just like positive discipline, can be applied to all relationships, not just with a three-year-old or a 13-year-old or a 23-year-old. Absolutely. Craft 
has some really brilliant tools which can apply to any relationship. I'm just going to keep it positive. <laughs> I agree that it can be applied everywhere. And one of their tools is the elements of positive communication. And the thing that I totally, you know, blew my mind about it was the first precept of that is positive, saying what you do want from someone mm. instead of what you don't want. So using positive words, not, oh, good, but for instance, um, bring your bring your dishes to the kitchen, put them in the sink rather than don't leave them in your room. Ah, uh, yes. We love language here at Plan P. <laughs> I do because you don't have to do anything. I don't have to do anything. I get to. Mm. I don't have to go to work. I don't have to make that phone call. I don't have to eat. I get to. Mm. It's that instant shift in attitude. Right. You, what you're saying is use different language. Yes. So use different, but the, the thing about using positive, not using the word not or don't or can't mm. is also that it, it reframes what you're saying. It tells, it's more specific, right? It tells them what you do want rather than the vagueness of what you don't want. Like if you say to me, don't leave your dishes in your room, is outside my room, outside my door, okay? I mean, and again, I think we talked about this when we talked about accountability. Yeah, we did. The clarity. The clarity around that, that... It's more positive too. You could even say, please bring your dishes downstairs and put them in the dishwasher. Absolutely. It's how do we build a positive household. Right. And some of that is framing it in a way that is, this is what I want from you. Because, you know, if, if you're talking to somebody and you say, don't think of an elephant, what's the first thing that they think they of? Think an of an elephant. elephant. An elephant just popped into all of your minds, <laughs> right? So instead of reinforcing the thing that we don't want by saying, don't do this. Right. We're reinforcing what we do want. And we're being a little bit more clear about it because we've had to actually put into words what we do want. Well, yeah. You know, the other thing that occurs to me as you say that is it makes us take accountability, responsibility for what we want within whatever place it is. Right. So I, Brad Reedy references, I think it's in Journey of the Heroic Parent, probably, that, you know, parents tell their young adult children, you can't keep doing, you living in the basement and smoking weed all night and day and not having a job. You just can't do that. And Brad's like, well, apparently they can. Because <laughs> right, that's, what, because they're that's what they're doing. And they're continuing to do that. Right. So it's taking ownership of your part. Right. How we talk to people can really change our relationship with them. Right. And I've talked to many people who say, you know, I just can't keep doing this, but they can. But they do. And yeah. they do. And one of the questions that I often ask is, what do you want? Right. Not what don't you want, but you're, you're telling what you don't want. What do you want? Because if what you're headed towards is what the direction that you want to go, but if you don't know where you want to go, you ain't going there. Right. You're not even walking. <laughs> You're just, you know, in that inertia way. It's very hard to... Staying in one place. It's very hard to change your behavior if you don't have a direction. Well, and if you're using the other person to explain what you don't want, you're right. relying upon someone else to define you by negative things. Mm. You know what you want, which is based on knowledge of what makes you feel at peace. 
Right. Yeah. I had a therapist once who asked me, what would I do if I were alone in various situations? Like that, that was the question I should ask myself um, so that I knew what I would do. Not necessarily so that that would be the, the outcome. Because I would say, I don't know. I don't care. You know, and she would <laughs> be like, so, <laughs> yeah, I don't care. So I'm easy. I'm flexible. And she was like, well, what would you do if you were alone? Because then I can say, well, let's do X or Y, or I, I would choose X or Y, and I can negotiate from there. Right. And I, I, I want to take back what I just said about it's your default. Because I think we've gotten really much, much better as a couple. Mm. Sometimes you really don't care which dinner I make. No. Yeah, either one is fine for me. And it's like, but I want help. Because <laughs> I can't decide because I'm too hungry to decide or whatever it is. And not in that you don't like my cooking way. I don't have to take it personally. I'm tired. You're tired. Let's right. have little Let's... Caesars or burritos or go to the local gastropub, right. depending upon what we're feeling like in that moment. So sometimes lack of clarity, it's about knowledge of self. Mm. What I hear your therapist sort of wanting what would you right. do? Yes, because we can be flexible even if we know what we would do on our own. But Right. I'm not so, going to get what I want. You can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you just might find. You get what you need. Right. Well, and then and that brings me to the one of the other communication things, which is knowing the difference between what I need and what I want. Oh, that's like that's, in that that's another clarity place way. to be really clear. I need to eat dinner. I want to eat at the gastropub. You know, that sets up the parameters for the negotiation of what we do for dinner. Right. So all of these positive ways to look at language and the way that we communicate with other people through language and also through the assumptions that we make. And Right. So language. I love language, as we know. I don't have a dictionary in front of me right this moment, but many podcasts I do. <laughs> And what I hear you saying is use can, not can't. Right. Use do, not don't. Right. Like anything that says a not before it, try not to use not. And you don't have to use these. No. You get to if you want to. You don't need to. It's understanding where you want to go. We're, we're giving you a few tips. And for me, with language in particular... One of the first steps, and, and the practice, this is a plug for the practice, is just to recognize what I am doing. So listening for when I use not. Mm. And the brain is amazing, right? I can say to myself, oh, I'm going to try to not use not. And then I will start hearing all the times that I use not. I would like to give a plug for accountability there. Mm -hmm. Because I think in working with parents and part of the reason we want to do our workshop Wednesdays mm -hmm. is to group people together. Because when you say it out loud and you say, I'm going to work on this with another human being, mm -hmm. having an accountability partner mm. really helps. I can say it to myself and guess what I do? I forget. But if I say it to someone else, it helps cement it. Right. And if I make it because it's a commitment made with another human witnessing me and right. if I make a commitment to my kid mm -hmm. to I've done this in the past I'm going to change you have permission to tell me when I I, I I want you to help me be accountable to myself and that's building a relationship I want to honor them I don't mm -hmm. want to say don't all the time right if I use the word don't positive reinforcement <laughs> only you can't give them stickers anymore 
find ways of using positive reinforcement. If you catch me 10 times, I put 10 bucks in the jar, your jar or right. you get to go out to the restaurant you want to go to, even though I want wings again, like I want a hole in my head. <laughs> and that models for them, yes. taking responsibility, being accountable to the relationship, to myself within building this relationship. Right. Thanks, Betty. <laughs> so the practice is to try to use positive statements, what you do want, and not use negative statements using words like not, can't, or don't. Pretty simple. Simple doesn't necessarily mean easy. If you just be aware, conscious of when you use those words, that's it. Yeah. Well, and so try to be conscious of it and recognize <laughs> that being conscious of it doesn't mean you will stop using them right away. Uh -huh. If you're like me, you're going to catch yourself many times before you can actually change what you're doing. Yes, because you know what change takes? Lots of time. Change takes time and patience. <laughs> but the more you practice. practice, the better you will become at doing. So keep practicing. Thank you for tuning in to Plan P. We hope you enjoyed this episode and gained some valuable takeaways that you can practice this week. And remember, change takes time. To stay connected with us and ensure you never miss an episode, make sure to subscribe and share our podcast with your friends, family, and other parents who could benefit from these discussions. Also, please be sure to leave us a review on Apple or Spotify because that will help us reach more amazing parents like you. If you want to talk to us one-on-one -on -one or learn other ways in which we support families, visit our website at planp.us. You can also keep up with Plan P on Instagram and TikTok at planp is4. We will meet you back here next week.